0: my queen and i was she or queen too? find out in the next episode of medium well with psychic sharon rose of course we have all witnessed an end of the era a few weeks ago when queen elizabeth has passed away sharon has been alive as long as the queen has reigned for 70 years so how has this monarch's presence effective the story of our very own Sharon Rose find out now
1: hello again and welcome back to medium well with psychic Sharon Rose welcome to episode 55 and the topic of this episode is my queen and I and the relationship I had with her for 70 years you know it she uh, we're in the position right now I'm in the timeline right now where because you'll listen to this down the road as well. But right now, uh, it is September the 16th, 2022, and the queen will be buried uh, on Monday, the 19th of September, so three days from now. And um, when the queen passed, I felt so very, very sad. It is true, she made a huge, huge difference in the world to a lot of different countries, a lot of different people, for a lot of different reasons. And the reason that I wanted to share, I wanted to talk to you about her today and her story and my story is because of the impact she had on me. When I was a little girl, I went to a very, very tiny little school from grade one to grade seven. Uh, we had literally three classrooms. Now, I want, first of all, I need to let you know that as the queen was doing her 70th year of duty as a queen. I am turning 70 this year. She became queen the year I was born and coronated, of course, in 1953, but I was born in 52. So I started school in the 50s and through the 60s is my most of my schooling. And in the primary years of one to seven, we had three school, we had one school with three school rooms, three classes. And it was small and we was grade ones and twos in one class and twos and threes and part of fours in the other and then part of the other, part of fours and five and sixes. And so. so anyways, and the teachers managed, I don't know how they did it, but they did it. <laughs> anyways, one of the things that uh, and and for those of you that haven't heard any of the other podcasts, uh that don't know about any of the other podcasts, and by the way, um, I am going to be pulling a card, an affirmation card from Cheryl Richardson's affirmation deck at the end of this episode. So stick around. Don't go away. Um, when we were young, one of the things that we did, we had a picture of the Queen, of Queen Elizabeth on our, uh, in our classroom. And every classroom had the picture of the Queen up on their wall. And we always would stand beside our desks and we would pledge allegiance to the Queen. And we did this every day. And I can remember because my childhood, when I was younger, was just not happy. I was never happy. I was always sad and scared a lot of the time. And I used to look at the picture of the queen. And I I had a great imagination as a kid. And fairy tales were my thing. So princesses and princes and um, queens and kings, they were part of my imaginary world. And the queen, I knew she was real. I knew she was a real person because it wasn't a cartoon and it wasn't animated and it wasn't just a drawing. It was a picture of her. And she had this beautiful blue sash and this beautiful crown and dark hair. She was beautiful. Her beautiful gown. And I looked at her every day from grade one to grade seven. Now, that's a long time to really look at somebody and feel like you're a part of their story, or better yet, they're a part of your story. Because things were difficult and got increasingly difficult from as school years went on, the queen, the image of the queen, the impact of the queen, the meaning of the queen, and the power of the queen became a very, very real part of my life and a part of my story I believed that if the Queen could be the Queen that I could be whatever I wanted because she was the Queen and I knew she was a person a real person just like me she was the Queen and I could be and do and have whatever it is I would choose to be do and have no matter what I was told at home or in other environments where things weren't quite so positive. The fact is that today I, I I watched the other day when she was lying in state in Edinburgh, Scotland, and I saw the royal the the princess standing vigil with Princess Anne, the the princess royal, standing vigil. And today, again, she's now lying in state in Westminster Abbey. And she uh, has again, the princess and the Princess Royal are again standing in vigil for her and honoring her as she lies in state. And it made me understand there's been a lot of controversy around the royal family in the last few years. There's been a lot of controversy around the royal family always. I mean, if you go back into the, the year back, past years of the Tudors, wow, I mean, there was all kinds of stuff that was being done that, you know, King Henry, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. That's the story of his wives, six wives, and one lived. And, well, there's divorce, two divorce, but but they weren't necessarily, you know, Back in the day, right? And the same with our kings and queens of this day and era. And the same with Queen Elizabeth II. She had her share of sadnesses and griefs. She had her share of story and trauma and drama. She had her share of challenges. And, And yet, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, her family is there. Her son's And her daughter are there for her, as are her grandsons and her granddaughters. She has eight grandchildren, and they're all going to be standing vigil, I believe, tomorrow night on Saturday the 17th. They're going to be standing vigil. So by the time you hear this, it will already all have been done. She will also have already been buried uh, alongside Prince Philip. But I guess what I'm trying to say is all the controversy of the last couple of years that has really shaken the royals to their core and really shaken royalists, people like me who really have respect for the royal family and and, and honor everything they've done. She was a woman of integrity and honor and love. She represented exactly what all of us would like to be at our very best selves and when you look at the controversy that's gone on and all the things that have happened and um, the, the the scandals and the stories and the tabloids and the media and all the stuff that's taken over what the story of the royal family really is, they overcame it, all of them. And they're still overcoming it. King Charles the Third has allowed and is allowing um, Harry and Edward to wear their uniforms while they stand vigil. That's important. They've also all come together. There was a time, a moment when we saw just yesterday, of the two, the heir apparent, which of course is now uh, Prince William, and Harry, his brother, and their wives walking together as the crowds were leaving flowers and notes and letters and Paddington bears outside the gates and they were going and they were greeting the people in the crowd and they were shaking hands and, and sharing conversation with some of them. And they were doing it together, the four of them. And I know, I know that that this is a time when they're grieving, they're all grieving. And I know it's a time when, when we really want families to come together and we really want them fam- to see family united and unified and will it last i don't know but does it matter the fact is what they're doing for the world right now what she did for the world for 70 years the family continues to do for the world right now they show unity they show family they show love they show respect they show a ceremony. They share their pain. They're sharing their sadness. They're allowing the rest of the world to grieve right alongside them. And as a medium, I understand grief. And I understand how grief can really, really get a hold of somebody and hang on to them for a long, long time. And grief isn't meant to be like that. Grief is meant to be a moment of loss, a moment of sadness, and you... It will eventually fade so that you don't forget the person you lost. You still love the person you lost. You still care for them and you still have memories of them. And you still remember some of the sadnesses and some of the joys, but mostly the joys. And as grief lessens, as time passes, you carry on with your life and your story because it's not your time to go. It's not your journey yet. You're not on that that mission so for the royal family what they're doing is they're very staunch and very courageous and they learned how to be that way from the queen and there are people that would love to see the royal family collapse they'd love to see a dynasty destroyed because there's just people like that but it won't be destroyed it's not going to collapse it's going to survive this it's going to thrive there will be change of course there will But I just, for those of you that are connected to the queen, I want you to know that it's okay to be sad, no matter what anybody else says. She was a huge influence and the world has now shifted. And it's okay if others don't agree with you. That's all right, too. Everybody has a different opinion. And I know a lot of people don't agree with me on this. I know they don't. But, um, but the families united in their sadness, and the families united in their grief. We can look at that as an example of how we can move forward in our lives to be the very best that we can be. I believe that the queen became empowered through all of the challenges, all the conflicts, all the the shadow stories that came around her. And as you know, I believe that we learn and grow through conflict, contrast, and challenge. And she did. She became an absolutely magnificent figure. And to all the little girls that watched her as they were growing up, all the children who were influenced by her and by Prince Philip and by watching Charles grow up and watching Andrew and watching the princess and watching Harry and William and just watching them all grow. We've all adored them at some point. We've admired them through their pomp and ceremony. and We've admired the work that they've been able to do. So I'm here to say to all the young people out there that I was having a conversation today with my producer and she said, you know, I don't remember the queen having that big of an impact on my life because, I mean, she wasn't born until after Elvis died. My goodness sakes, we talked about that today too. And so my generation, uh, those of us that are baby boomers, we really feel the effect of the queen's passing. And we really feel the love she had for the world, and we really feel the strength she had. And she guided many of us, but for this girl, she really, really helped me survive. She helped me be who I am today. She helped me reach beyond adversity, beyond pain, beyond sadness, and reach for the best of me. And I'm still reaching, I'm still reaching, but she helped me so very much, become who I really, really was supposed to become. Just like she became who she was supposed to become. And we come from two different worlds. Um, I've never actually sat at a table with Queen Elizabeth II, but I knew her. I knew her in my heart. And just like she knew every member of her community in her heart, she loved the people and she was a true queen. So I just wanted to say that without somebody like her in our existence, in our stories, in our life stories, at least for people like me, we would be different ourselves. We would have different experiences in life. She was my focus for seven years. I focused on every day, the queen. So that I could do what she could do and I could become somebody special and important and I could make a difference in the world and I could have integrity and I could be honest and I could love and it was okay to be sad and I could have my feelings and I could be strong, even though I was a girl, because that was something we were up against in the 50s and 60s, very much so. So I just want to share that with you guys. I just wanted to just say, you know, rest in peace. Your majesty, we love you. And now I'm going to pull a card. I'm going to pull a card from the deck, as I mentioned, Cheryl Richardson's deck. I also want to share something else with you. We have started a new YouTube channel. We have. And I'm going to have the link here and you'll be able to go to the youtube channel and you'll be able to subscribe to it and we really invite you to do that that would be really nice we'd appreciate it so that um you're going to be notified or you'll get notice of when the new episodes come up and you'll be able to listen to it on youtube it also gives us a format to be able to start doing interviews which i'm being encouraged to do here's an affirmation here's the card i pulled and it's out of the prosperity section of the deck and the affirmation is I am worthy of more prosperity and I open my heart and my hands to receive it now. I am worthy of more prosperity and I open my heart and hands to receive it. Now, I repeated that because prosperity is not only about money. It's about uh, prosperity is I prosper in love. I prosper in health. I prosper in my wealth. I prosper in my work. I prosper with my friends and with my family and go forth and prosper. Is that not the expression right directly from the Bible? Well, sure, I think so. I'm not a biblical deal. I don't have a lot of information about the Bible, but. Anyways, so be prosperous and allow yourself to connect to people that you feel you have a connection to that will help you get over the challenges and difficulties like my queen did for me. Thanks for listening in this time, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. And I will see you next time. Bye bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitching.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.